do something with your family. Take a day and go to the park. It's free. Walk through a park, get some ice cream, do something, but do something out of your regular grind. Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? Between walking those 10,000 steps, hydrating, making plant-based meals for our family, Pinterest-worthy lunches for our kids, spectacular date nights for our husband, and let's not forget, climbing that corporate ladder, we're asked to do these things each and every day. So much so that often it feels like we are trying to balance on the high wire of life. So welcome to the High Wire Woman podcast, hosted by me, Rosanna Brary. I'm an immigration lawyer, a mother to a teenage son, a wife, and an entrepreneur who truly believes that working women can have it all. Join me as I interview other high-achieving women, and together, let's learn about the skills and the fortitude that we need to create the happy, prosperous, and balanced life we so richly deserve. Hello, High Wire Women. It's Rosanna Berardi here, and spring is upon us. It's here. We change the clock. The days are longer. I heard some birds chirping the other morning when I was getting ready for work. So it's here. We'll get there. I promise. So we recently came back from a vacation. I spent 10 days in Florida in February. Glorious. 10 is the magic number. Usually when I go to Florida, it's for three or four days. By the time I get there, I can't unwind and then it's time to come home. 10 days is the magic number because it took me a few days to kind of get into vacation mode and then I had a long runway to enjoy it. So of course, we can't be in the state of Florida without going to our beloved Disney. Now, before you turn this off, I know people hate Disney. I get it. I get you. I know why you hate it, but we love it. And there's certain reasons why we love it. I'm going to share that today. No, this isn't a Disney podcast, but it's a story about our family and our family's journey with Disney and how it's really defined who we are. So people hate Disney. I get it. It's expensive as hell. The lines are long. People will say there's not enough to do, not enough rides. I get it. I get it. So for us, we started going to Disney in November of 2009. Our son, Salvatore, who's now almost 16, he was a wee bit boy, three years old, loved animals. We'd never been on vacation. At that time, he had a severe peanut allergy and we couldn't really travel anywhere. But I read an article that said Disney is exceptional with food allergies. So I made some phone calls. Lo and behold, they could accommodate his peanut allergy. We got on a plane and I had a panic attack because I'm thinking we're going for a week. That means he has to eat 21 meals out, outside of our family. We never are able to do that. At that point in time, we were always just bringing food for him. But Disney assured us and boy, did they keep their promise. So The first time we went, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I don't know if you've ever been to that resort, but it is divine. It is stunning. And we were able to get a room that overlooked the savannah. So when we would open up our sliding glass door in the morning, there would be giraffes, zebras, rhinos, ostrich running around. Imagine the delight of a three-year-old to see that. As he woke up from his nap or in the morning and we got to walk around and see the animals, it was just amazing. We started our journey. The food was no issue. He could eat things there that he couldn't eat anywhere else, particularly desserts, Mickey waffles. It was incredible. So we're like, we don't know what we're doing. It's our first time at Disney. I brought this huge how to do Walt Disney World in seven days without losing your mind handbook. 
And I brought that with me. And, you know, I'm very cerebral and nerdy. So I'm highlighting things, checking things off, making notes. So we meander over to Hollywood Studios. And at that point in time, Salter is like three and a half and was obsessed with Toy Story. Just loved Woody and Buzz and all the characters. And all he wanted to do was see Buzz Lightyear. So there's a part of Hollywood Studios that has Toy Story mania. Since that time, it's way more developed. There's Slinky Dog Dash. It's just so much fun. But we were waiting in line, as you do in Disney, to see Buzz Lightyear, the character. He was dressed up. We were waiting in line in this hallway. And, you know, we were just hanging out with Salvatore. When it was our turn, we turned the corner and Salvatore saw Buzz. And Highway Woman, I will tell you, it's a moment I will never forget, nor will my husband. The look on his face when he saw his superhero in life, Buzz Lightyear. His face lit up like a Christmas tree. He couldn't contain his joy. I have the picture and I'm going to put it in my newsletter this week because it is pure joy. Jack and I looked at each other and we were like, that's it. This is our place. This is where we have to be. He was so happy all day long, all day long, obsessing about Buzz Lightyear and how he saw him and how he's going to be like him when he grows up. And it was just magical. On that same trip... Salvatore, being a little kid, was obsessed with It's a Small World. We went on that like 20 times. Very cute, very corny, but he loved seeing all the countries. And then he was super obsessed with this cute little ride called The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, where you sit in this cart and you kind of go through like the story of Winnie the Pooh with all of the characters and there's Eeyore and Tigger. And so those two rides we rode over and over and over again. It was a magical trip. He was still in a stroller. He took naps. We were just so happy and delighted. Not only was he so happy and so magical seeing all of his friends and characters, but the fact that he ate 21 meals without any allergic reactions outside of our home, unbelievable and definitely a reason for us to sign up to go back. From that point in time, 2009 to now 2022, We've probably been to Disney over 25 times. We go two to three times a year. People are like, why do you keep going there? My brother says, what's wrong with you? Who goes to a theme park two or three times a year? But unless you go and you take your time and really understand the magic of Disney, you don't know and you do ask those questions. But Disney is our place. And what I realized on this last trip when we were there, Salvatore is almost 16, is that Disney marked the milestones of Salvatore's childhood. We went to Disney multiple times a year through his entire childhood. As he grew up, his interests changed. You know, initially he loved all the characters. We got autographs. We went to see the Lion King show, the Finding Nemo show. Then his interests changed. He started collecting Disney trading pins. That's like a cult. There's all these pins. Some are exclusive, some aren't, but you can trade them. If you go into any of the Disney merchandise stores, You'll see that there's a a board where you can trade pins with the cast member. Salter has hundreds of them. It was his obsession for a couple of years. And we just traded pins, traded pins. And then like any kid, he wakes up one day and decides, eh, not really into that. So our love for Disney has extended into cruises, adventures by Disney. And each of those trips are just full of special moments and times at a different point in his childhood. 
I'll tell you a little bit about Adventures by Disney. I'm not promoting them. I don't get paid. I wish I did. But Adventures by Disney is group travel done by Disney. So it's kind of like AAA. You go on this like big group tour, except it's Disney style. So super high end, really amazing experiences. Well, we went to the Grand Canyon. I think it was 2013. And we did Sedona and the Grand Canyon and Moab, Utah. And part of the Disney magic at the Grand Canyon was everyone that was on the trip. It was all different families, different ages, all over the country, all over the world. We had people from Australia, England in our tour group. It was amazing. But they lined us all up with our eyes closed in front of the Grand Canyon. Now, I had been there before. Salvatore and Jack never had. And I got to watch Salvatore's expression as he opened his eyes, still gets me choked up, and saw the Grand Canyon for the first time. It was unbelievable. The joy, the delight, unbelievable. That trip was so memorable and meaningful. I think about it all the time. We rode an ATV ride through you know, the Grand Canyon. We went whitewater rafting on the Colorado River. We went to Moab, Utah, which is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. And that point in time, I'll, I'll never forget those memories. Salvatore was so engaged, had so much fun on that trip. We then extended over our love of Disney to the Disney Cruise Line. Amazing. Even if you don't like cruises, the cruise ship alone is absolutely stunning. One year we went, one of the Disney boats has what's called the aqueduct. That is an enclosed water slide that goes around the entire perimeter of the boat. You get in on a raft and you float around. We were terrified of it, but we went. Oh my God, so fun. We probably went a dozen times, the three of us just squealing and having a great time, enjoying every second. And each trip marked a moment in time. And really, what I noticed about this last trip in February of 2022 When my kid is on the cusp of becoming, you know, he's a teenager, but he's going to learn to drive this summer and he's going to get a job and he's into girls. This recent trip was the first time we stayed on Disney property in almost two years. It was magical. It was just the three of us like old times. We took our time. We strolled through the parks. We did all our favorite rides. We ate all our favorite foods. It was just like the old times. We usually go to Disney with friends and family, which we love. Love, love doing that. But it was nice to have a day or two with just the three of us. So on one of those days when it was it was quiet at Disney, it was late at night. It's rarely quiet there, but it was quiet. And Salvatore was in a great mood. And said, I said to him, hey, just for old time's sake, will you go on the adventures of Winnie the Pooh ride with me? Just for old time's sake. I know it's a little kid ride, but will you go? And he agreed, which is shocking because he doesn't agree on much these days, but he loves Disney. He agreed and we went. And I've got to tell you, it was very, very moving. We got on that ride and we sat in the little cart. The safety belt was lowered and off we went. We were reminiscing through the ride. Look at this. Oh, yeah, remember Tigger? Remember Pooh? Remember this? And I looked over at my son, my son who's almost 16 with facial stubble, my son who's had a really, really tough year. Between COVID isolation, a really, really hard class load at high school, quitting the football team, not really knowing which way is up or down, I looked over at my son and it became apparent to me that he was no longer a baby. He was no longer that little boy that wanted to ride that ride over and over again. He held my hand as we rode the ride and he knew, he knew 
what would happen next. And what happened next was I started to weep. I'm just all heart. I don't know what's wrong with me. I was sobbing. I couldn't even talk. The emotion got to me. I live with him every day. I see him every day, all day, every day. But Disney has marked so many milestones in his life, in our family life. And this was another one. His innocent childhood and all the joy and magic that came with it is now in the rearview mirror. Up ahead is driving, dating, getting a job, all very adult-like activities. I wept. I could not get it together because I thought of all the times that I sat there with my kid and all the times that I didn't know that the magic would go away and all the times I didn't know that he would be depressed someday and unsure of himself and all the times I just thought that those days in Disney were just another day. And they weren't. They were special time. I can't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning or yesterday, but I can tell you a lot about our trips to Disney. Disney has time-stamped our lives in the most meaningful and impactful way. And whether it's Disney or another place that you love to travel, I just encourage you, get out of your daily life and travel with your family. There's something that travel does to our brains, puts us in a different space, both physically and mentally. It marks time for us. It is a timestamp of our lives. Disney's a part of our family. I know people hate it, but we love it. When I go into those parks, it's a scrapbook of memories. I am flooded with memories. Like, remember this trip? Remember when I finally got the nerve to go on the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster? After 49 years of being scared, I went on it. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Salvatore was there for it, and it was amazing. And I know, I know as sure as the day is long, his interests will change, he'll have girlfriends, he'll get jobs, he'll get married. I know that Disney will always be our place. And I've always told him, ever since he was little, you can marry anybody that you want, but she has to like Disney because we want to take our next generation of our family there. So Highwire Woman, pause, take some time off. I know it's hard. Everything is so expensive right now. It's prohibitive. It doesn't have to be a Disney trip. Do something with your family. Take a day and go to the park. It's free. Walk through a park. Get some ice cream. Do something. But do something out of your regular grind. That nine to five. If you have kids in high school, oh my God, it's awful. They're in school all day and then they have sports and activities all night and tournaments on the weekends. They don't have a second to breathe. Time is fleeting. And sitting on the adventures of the Winnie Pooh ride at Disney, the clock of my life and our time together was loudly ticking. And I am just so grateful that I had those experiences at Walt Disney World. And I hope to have many more. So hi, Wire Women. I leave you with a fleeting thought. Go plan a trip. Don't worry about your job. Yes, I know you have to work. We need money. Everything's stressful. Everything's expensive. I get it. But just plan something with your family, with someone you love. You will not forget that time and that experience. Until the next time, Highwire Women, stay on that Highwire, but go plan something fun. Thank you for listening to the Highwire Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or others, I hope you'll share it with a friend so together we can all stay on that Highwire of life. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode and follow us on social media at Highwire Woman for more information. Until next time, I'm Rosanna Berardi. Be sure to stay on that Highwire of Life.